you're not a full human being. You're actually smaller than you could really be. So I think that that relationship, my experience with it, and actually the reason that I wrote that book called Animals as Teachers and Healers is because I was going through cancer at the time. And I discovered along the way that the best models for me were animals and nature. Because in the human world, I was like 37 years old. People were afraid of me. They were scared to death. The nurses in the hallway were crying. And it was like, whoa, trying to find healing in that atmosphere was terrifying. Wow. So it was like, oh, you know, I worked for Humane Society for years. I watched animals in all states of distress, and they all moved through it with presence, incredible presence, and grace, and acceptance. For whatever they lost, there was still what they still had. And I thought, I better follow that, or else I'm going to wind up going to my grave, dragging, kicking, and screaming by the seat of my pants. So that started my inquiry and all that. So what, what specifically did you do at first? What I did at first was started writing about it. And then what I started doing was noticing this notion of present moment awareness. That was before Eckhart Tolle and all those people were talking about mindfulness. And when I was in just the moment, I could stand what was happening to me. And I had a terminal diagnosis. I wasn't supposed to have lived for more than a year or two. So I was looking at each season almost as being my last. And if I sat in front of the mirror going, this might be the last year I brush my teeth, this might be the last year I sent a Christmas card, I was always in this state of trauma. But when I focused on brushing my teeth, oh, the water's cold, the toothpaste tastes good, the water running sounds pleasant, oh, there's sunlight coming in, it's like, well, the moment you're in the present awareness, you can handle any 